0: Press of Terah, er. the uh, Maimur in the middle of is the beer on Roni the the paragraph for Atta. So we're talking about how there's the night and day. Night is when we're coming from afar and we sing a song of yearning towards Hashem, whereas Simchi, when we're happy, is when there's Gililil, of course, and that revelation of godliness, and that's the idea of day. So now The Pasuk at the beginning of Daftar of Hanukkah says Roni was simply pass to uh, uh, sing and uh, be happy, rejoice, daughter of Tzio'in. Now, Tzio'in refers to Malchus. The daughter of Tzio'in refers to Malchus when it uh, descends down into lower worlds. The reason is because Tzion means a sign or a seal and uh, the idea of a sign is when is something which reflects something from higher a sign of something is something more within our realm reachable but it's a sign for something higher so that's malchus which is the end of the spheres and receives all the lights from above it which are, uh, all funnel down through Yisod, which is the second last sphere and Yisod is the giver and and malchus is the recipient and the point of Tzirin is that connection of side with Malchus. And this happens to retire mitzvahs because mitzvahs, uh, the impact of mitzvahs are primarily in Malchus. Because Malchus is where we actually do things. The first nine spheres are all within the development internally, whereas Malchus is when we act externally. And uh, the explanation of the mitzvah—that's in Zah, that's in the midos, that's explanation and the reasons and benefits—whereas actually doing the mitzvah is malchus. So, for example, we've got a mitzvah kadesh li which is the beginning of the the parasha and the, tevil, the first of the four parashas in um, in uh, the, the written in tefillin from parashas bay So the uh, explanation of it is uh, where Chochmah enclosed itself in the Midas, and uh, that's where the idea of the mitzah is. But actually doing the mitzah where you have an actual piece of parchment and you put the tefillin on your arm and on your head, so that is in Malchus. So Tzion is is the idea that it's a seal in which it's engraved, all the higher lights of the, the highest ferus, uh, uh, the, uh, the highest spiritual attributes. And uh, they all come down practically when we actually do the mitzvah. But when we do the mitzvah, we should always remember the kavana. An idea of remembering the kavana is including the highest spheres in our action of the mitzvah. And when Malchus receives the uh, light of all the spiritual, all the uh, uh, spirits above it, all the spiritual uh, uh, energies above it. Then that's the idea of simcha because then we—it's joyous. It's not just a simple action; it's an action with all the feeling and all the the uh, idea behind it. <clears throat> and uh, now malchus. Uh, then it's called Tzion. But when Malchus goes down into the lower world, into B'yar, B'yar, then it's in a place of darkness and independence that there's not only ha- a clearly Hashem and that's it. So then Malchus is called Zion, the daughter of Tzion, because it's at a low level. It's not Tzion itself. It's a daughter of Tzion. And uh, then it descends through the screens and the covers uh, to be involved in the seventy uh, ministering angels. In other words, that it doesn't. The world doesn't seem to be all directly godliness, but it comes through all these uh, sort of uh, seemingly intermediaries. And the purpose is in order to subdue them and show how really whose place is this? Hashem's place. Whose streets? Hashem's streets. And then like the passage says, "Malchus become." inshallah that uh, that uh, Hashem's uh, kingship is in is is has full dominion everywhere. Now, uh, the in Kalos in the time of Kalos, that's the main time when Malchus comes down. Like it says that when we were exiled to Eden, the Shechina also was exiled with us. Now that then we've got. Dibber speech separated from the voice from the sound itself. In other words, we've got the external of the coming down into worlds of separation, away from the inner core, away from pure godliness. And therefore, because we're far away, <laughs> my soul yearns for you, Hashem, at night when it's dark and when we're in Godlust, and it uh, just wants to. Uh, Haggit's beloved, but in the times of the base of Migdash, it says, Chachma it says that Shlomo's wisdom was more than all the peoples of the East and uh, of, uh, of Egypt and all the different wise people. They were all not as much as Shlomo, and Shlomo. It was it lived in a time that came uh, came us uh sierra that the moon was uh, complete in other words the moon represents the jewish people and you have the the at the beginning of the month the moon is small in the middle of the month it's you have the full moon and that's like the time of shalom when the jewish people in their full splendor and full revelation of godliness so then, Malchus didn't have to go down to be up uh, into the low worlds in order to refine itself. It could happen in an indirect way through the carbonus, that the carbonus were an appeasing aroma to Hashem uh, to unite back with Hashem in Atsilos in the world aware of closeness to Hashem. And therefore, the, so when you bring up a carbon, you bring up an animal from this world, to Hashem and uniting it with Hashem. And therefore, at that stage where the Shechina doesn't have to descend in order to get involved, it's called uh, Tzion. But in the time of golos it's called Bastion. Now, the prophet comforts us and says, yes, you might be in a time of darkness, but don't worry. Rani v'simchi Bastion. Sing and rejoice, daughter of Tzion. And this is because... When Mashiach comes, even when we're in this uh, state of darkness and just simple action, we'll be able to reach the highest levels. We'll be able to have both together the advantage of the yearning and advantage of closeness both at the same time. The concept is you can have de la Ela, an awakening from above, just straight uh, straight revelation from Hashem, even without us achieving our esrosa sata first, our, our arousal from above first. And that's where Hashem says, Lamani, Lamani, yes, I'll do it for my own sake. Because normally the system is that first you daven, and through davening, especially in Pesuket de Zimra and in the first brach of Shema, that's a yearning going up to Hashem and then we can afterwards have hamshachah, bringing down from Hashem to us. But there are some mitzvahs that we do even before davening, before we've had this yearning and this uh, elevation lifting up to Hashem, like we put on talus before davening. The only thing is that if we haven't put our own effort in first, so then it will only be superficial, whereas once we've put in our own effort, then we'll be viponimious. And that's why it says, uh, that says, uh, That when you, uh, when you uh, have Rinnana, your song from afar, that yearning and going up to Hashem, then Boil then you'll come internally, to Hashem's inner uh, face. When Mashiach comes, it says that uh, about the, that time that in our the, after in in the, in the, that I will come and rest among you and um Hashem says Hashem meaning that uh says Hashem means that Hashem's words will rest inside us like it says Mm -hmm. that the Shkina spoke through Moshe's uh throat and like we say in Vahim Shemaya that Moshe says I will give rain and not only Moshe says but we say as well we repeat Vahim Shemaya I will give rain how do we do that? Because once we've said Shema, we've we've meditated and reflected on how Hashem is one, and really taken that in, and we've come to a love of Hashem with our whole, um, all our might, with our whole being. So then, we're totally united with Hashem, and then each of us can say, I will give rain," so letting Hashem speak through us. And that's the idea it says about and Tara, the giving of the Torah that Moshe will speak and that Hashem will answer with the voice and, and um, the Medrash the Bekolash of Moshe, he'll answer us with the voice in the voice of Moshe. So then. So then, with Mashiach, we'll be able to have uh, Estra Zilah, and arousal from Hashem, without us uh, eliciting it through our own efforts, and that actually ends up higher because then it's uh, not based on uh, corresponding to our ability, it's just straight from Hashem, which is unlimited and much higher. You know, in in Kabbalistic terminology, from Pnimis Atik, uh, which is the inner part of uh, the inner part of Keser, and that's where Mashiach. Uh, Comes from that his and Hashemah connects to the uh, deepest uh, from it comes from Hashemah the deepest place premise plimis of atik and therefore when Mashiach comes we'll say let's see ish ish that uh, then to see and what we're saying, man and man was born there, meaning that there won't be weakness. In other words, it won't be that uh, when we don't put out in our own effort, then you only have uh, uh, that ish mazra, mazriyat chileyeh let us in the cave, that normally if there's, we don't put our own effort, Hashem just gives, then the child, the result will be weak, uh, but with Mashiach will be strong. And uh, like the Apostlech says at the end of that capital, uh, it ends up near the end that Hashem will establish it at the highest places. And that's why, that because it's at the highest places, so even when Hashem gives just Esr Seleilah straight from Hashem, it's still going to be very powerful. And... That's why it will be ish for ish, no matter what, a powerful uh hamshacha to the Jewish people, and therefore, even when we're at a stage of bas simple action, still, Ronnie Vesimchi. Uh, that uh, the bas, the one the uh, daughter, meaning what comes out from when Hashem just gives from his own side without us really eliciting it, it will elevate to a, a very high level. And we'll be able to have Rani and Simchi together. Meaning, Rani is when we're elevating up. Simchi is Hamschachah down, bringing down. And we'll be able to have both together. And that's the idea of, uh, of the Hanukkah uh, candles are lit on the by the opening of the house outside. Is meaning in the public domain that even in the place of darkness we light up, and specifically at the opening. This word Pesach, the opening is uh, linked in uh, Tanakh to Pisgeli Shari Tzedek. It's linked to Tzedek. It's in the same passage as uh, Tzedek, which uh, refers to Malchus. And like we've quoted before, the posseh with from Ashrei that Tzidkoscha, uh, your righteousness, Yoraneinu, we shall uh, sing. Um, we'll, we'll sing praises of Hashem's righteousness, but either way, we've got a connection between Rina, which is the song of yearning, and Tzedek, which is connected to the, uh, the uh, doorway. And outside the door means that we're going out into, into the worlds of uh, which have some level of independence uh, they feel from Hashem. And we light, uh, like we say in Valanissian, that they, they lit the candles, they lit candles in the courtyards of your, ho- your holy courtyards. Why the courtyards? The courtyards means we're going out into the less holy place and lighting that up. And even in the public domain, and uh, then we're able to have a unif- unification, a unity between the uh, light and the fuel and the the um, the wick, and with all the different colors of the fire, which represent the different energies, Pnimi and Makif, internal and the beyond. And we bring it all down where at a level which is pure, so it's a lay of pure arousal from above beyond anything that we could elicit ourselves. Okay, that's the end of the Mai Mirani, simply. Next, Maimur. <laughs> and the Pasuk says, who is like Hashem, our God, who uh, sits so on high, he sits so high, but he descends to see the heavens and earth. So we're going to go back like we did in the Maimur on Hanukkah. In Hanukkah, now again, we're going to quote the two things that are called a lamp. Ner. You've got Ner Mitzvah, that the Mitzvah is called a lamp and there is is light. And then we've got Neravai nishma our neshama, our soul is called a lamp. Uh, so what's this? the idea of mitzvah and the neshama being a lamp? So the main part of the lamp is the wick. Without that, the fire couldn't burn. But without oil, without the fuel, it wouldn't burn for very long. It would go out very, uh, very quickly and it wouldn't be a nice fire even in the meantime. So uh, So we need fuel as well. But still, the main thing is the wick because that's what the fire actually catches hold to, and that's what's needed even from the first second. If the fire would go straight on the oil, then it would uh, it would go out. So we need the wick. Next paragraph, Mashal So what's the idea of the uh, lamp, of mitzvah and the lamp of uh, this, our soul being a lamp? So to understand this, we first have to reference what we say in Shema. We say, vahafta that we should love Hashem, Bechal, vavcha with all our heart, and it's levavcha. some say because of the double base, it hints on the, the Yetzir Tov and the Yetzir hora. So both our Yetzir Tov, our good inclination and our evil inclination, both have to love Hashem. The question is, how can that be? The Yetzir hora, the evil inclination, it's not interested in Hashem. Well, how can you make it love Hashem? How can you even convince it? So the idea is everyone has two souls, and the Nefshalakis and the Bahamas, the godly soul and animal soul. Both of them have intellect and emotions, but the main part of each one is the intellect. Now, there's a big difference between them. The godly soul, what does it think about? It thinks about Hashem, whereas the uh, animal soul thinks about everything in ter- uh, as independent from Hashem. And therefore, the Midas of the Nefshalakis, our uh, passion towards Hashem, whereas uh, with the Nesharim it thinks about the physical things and mundane things, and uh, the, it 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 sees all of them as real and important. The opposite of the godly soul, uh, which is at the, the links to the level of Hashem's Chachma, which we say in Pasach Eliyaz, It is Chachma, but not the Chachma, not the type of wisdom we know about in this physical world. And it's beyond anything that we can understand and relate re- relate to. It. It's godly wisdom, uh, whereas human wisdom, what we would just have from our neshamah, is without our soul. When we, the the animal soul, like from within this world, everything about it is false, and it's opposite of the godly soul, which is true. In other words, that our intellect is seeing everything as separate and independent, whereas our godly soul seeing everything as part of Hashem's. They're, they're opposites in a fight. And we have to subdue the the in, the animal soul. That uh, the, what should conduct the midas uh, should be the godly soul, and therefore the midas the emotions, should come to love Hashem with both our uh, souls, even the animal soul. And this happens through first having reflection and meditation, and that's what shema means. Shema means to, shema means to deeply understand. And what we have to understand is that Havaya Hashem mm-hmm. is Elikeno Means uh, the what puts us into existence in a way which is involved in each level and gives each level the energy according to its spiritual state, how much godly energy it can take in, which is called mamali, whereas sobiv that's havaya, which Havaya comes from high of year, that it has past, present, and future, always one, which means it's unlimited. And that's that's where the essence of creation comes from, Havaya. But the it, the detailed different levels of creation and involvement, that is uh, Elikim, Eli Elikim. Now, Hashem puts everything into existence again every second. On one hand, the will doesn't change Hashem, and there's the same God before creation, after creation without any change, because the way Hashem creates... Uh, the world is, is uh, different, to the way we build something when we build something, so we have to get involved in what we're building, and uh, the the the, uh, the uh, builder or the uh, the uh, artisan has to focus himself totally in what he's doing and think deeply into it, and therefore it has a change because he has to be focused and involved. Whereas Hashem, there's no change. But all creation comes from Bar Hashem, meaning that only from a ray of Hashem, only from Hashem's kingship, but essentially Hashem is still the same. That is because Hashem is king over them, over creation and all the everything that exists, therefore they have to continue to exist. And that comes from Malchus and Hashem's name. That's and at that level, Malchus, we could say Malchus is involved, but not with Hashem's essence. And that's what we mean in Bar Yachut Chelamim Melech, that Hashem is really alone. Ay, where does Chelamim come from? Where does the life force of the world come from? That comes from Melech. So when a person thinks deeply into this, then his animal soul will forget about will, will will lose its interest in the mundane materialistic things that it normally thinks about with the overpowering of the strength for the godly soul that is thinking about Hashem's greatness and this will create a powerful love fiery love to and yearning to clean tash, cleave to Hashem until his soul totally expires and he wants nothing but Hashem and then his the chachm of the animal soul will be like the oil that helps the wick and that, uh, the that uh, the neshama is the lamp of Hashem. The neshama is the wick that connects the, this uh, powerful love with the oil of the Nevesh Baham that it also should fuel the love of Hashem uh, to cleave to Hashem with uh, a passionate uh, a desire, and that he should love Hashem like we say, with all his heart, with both his godly soul and animal soul, and when the animal soul gets involved, it becomes much more powerful love and powerful light. And he cries out uh, with all his heart uh, and, and transforms the fire of the animal soul to a fire of Hashem. That's all the uh, uh, ner, the lamp of the soul, when it meditates on uh, Hashem and, and includes the animal soul as well. Then we have next paragraph, the Inyan nair Mitzvah. So the idea of the lamp of, of Mitzvah is that a the mitzvahs have a special quality that they're able to elevate the Nefshe Bahamist, the animal soul, and connect it to Hashem. Like we say when we do a mitzvah, Hashem sanctifies us with his commandments, meaning sanctifies us, that he lifts us be, through mitzvahs beyond, His beyond the regular chain of worlds, because mitzvahs are lavoshimal garments. Like we've previously discussed in other memoriam in uh, Torah um, uh, recently, and uh, lavush, like the the pasuk says, lavush malchus, garment of royalty. So we're connecting malchus with lavush. And uh, the, so when we do a mitzvah, we have these garments that surround the soul, uh, and that uh, binds the binds the soul with Hashem. Like when a person is wearing cl- uh, garments, you could pull him through pulling his garments. And with, like the pasuk talks about with the slingshots, that uh, through uh, uh, pulling, uh, uh, connecting it to to what used to push back, and then it's able to shoot much further. So the idea is that uh, that uh, we that uh, we've got this uh, mitzvah, this market around us, and this allows us to elevate. And that's why we're able to put on talus and tfilin, and we actually should put on talus and specifically before davening, meaning we're involving a mitzvah, a makif, and this helps to elevate our nevsheba hamis, our animal soul when we daven, because in order to elevate something which is a very lowly thing above it has to first. We have to descend send down. Let a ray of Hashem come down to it, and then when we he daven, he's able to elevate up, and that's what we do with the mitzvahs before davening. That that helps us elevate our neshama when we daven. Now davening has the same version. We have the same basic davening that we say every day of our life. Every day of our life, we have a, another spark we, that we have to elevate. And uh, the uh, Neviachah Bahamis has sparks according to the uh, the length of his physical life. Uh, he has that many sparks to uh, elevate. On the other hand, the Neviachah is eternal. So each day is a new day, and we have to elevate that spark which comes for today. And that's through mitzvahs. So on the other hand, with learning Torah, with Torah, it's something new each day. So with mitzvahs, we have to do it again each day because each day there's a, another uh, spark that we have to elevate, um, and if we dub it again. Now, the general idea of mitzvahs, like it, the Yerushalmi calls tzedakah the general mitzvah, but really all mitzvahs are tzedakah because the pasuk says that tzedakah terimum gay, tzedakah elevates a nation stock is about elevating us, and simply it's when someone is weak and they don't have food, and you give them food, you lift them, uh, and, and, and besides physically and emotionally, but the same thing spiritually, uh, to lift us to the uh, real life, to Hashem. And it says that, that Hashem's right hand, uh, his, this, the right is the sign, sa- side of kindness and tadaka that hugs me. With the makif that surrounds us to elevate us to Hashem, and that is Ner Mitzvah, the lamp of the mitzvah. What about tayrah So tayrah is not elevating us to Hashem, but it's bringing Hashem down in, and revealing Hashem down in uh, the phys, uh, in the uh, physical or in general in his in the limited worlds where there's not where there's con- normally concealment of Hashem. To create other types of uh, beings and existence. And it's a place of darkness, whereas Terah is what's called Mimamakim It's called from the depth we call out Hashem. Real calling out Hashem is through Terah. And t- therefore, Terah is called the depth. So the purpose of creation is to bring down uh, Hashem's unlimited light from beyond his shalshlos onto the person's neshama that Hashem should be resting here, manifest here in the limited worlds, just like in the higher worlds, like it says, Mm -hmm. that Hashem is first and last and there's nothing but Hashem. So Hashem can be at the top, Hashem, at the bottom, both physical and spiritual uh, before creation and after creation. And during creation, Hashem, Hashem fits everywhere, that the world um, it can, it should be nullified before Hashem, just like it was before creation, and the only re- the only thi- the real thing should be noticeably, it should be noticeably that th- noticeable that this is only Hashem. And, th- and this happens through Torah. Like the Pasuk says that Hashem created the world, <speaking in Hebrew> Hashem says, for my honor, for my glory, for if I created it, if I formed it, if I, if I also made it. So now the first word, for, for Hashem's uh, glory, Hashem's honor, the word kavod is the numerical value of 32. And the chachma has 32 paths. There's what's called the Laman basis, it is chachma. Then, by refers to Talmud. The Gemara is, is, uh, goes down all the way to Bria, whereas Yitzarativ, I formed it, is the word of Yitzirah, Mishnah. Mishnah goes down to Yitzirah. And assistive, I made it, that's Mikra, that's Tanakh, that that can it has such a spiritual energy, it can come all the way down into this physical world, which is uh, also why we, we do the myths of learning Torah, even if you don't understand the positive just by reading it, whereas with Mishnah and Talmud, you have to understand it. So either way, we've got the three parts of Torah, Tanakh, uh, Mishnah and Halacha, and then we've got uh, Talmud, the third part, the understanding and anal- analysing and reasons so, all of them are uh, from, uh, ultimately from Chachmah, and Hashem's unlimited light is revealed in, in them through Chachmah because Chachmah is where the inner and the subconscious or the unlimitedness can reveal itself. In binot, we are already trying to work out what it was saying, whereas Chachmah is just letting your unconscious come out. That's why dreams is Chachmah, memories are Chachmah, ideas are Chachmah. These are all things that just flow from the subconscious and uh, therefore uh when we, we, we the Pasuk says on the see that Hash, i am a it doesn't change that uh, just like before that uh, before creation and after creation it's all the same when people like get to this level of and of uh, really taking in that aino that Hashem Echad, so then they're, they're beyond. And they, they're just f- talking from Hashem's perspective, like Rav Yehuda, that he was totally involved in uh, Torah and it says he was always involved in Nazikin, the chelik of Torah called Nazikin business law and torts, uh, working out. Which, who, in what case someone is, uh, will be innocent, in what case the person will be, uh, will be guilty, will have to, uh, pay the fine or the damages, uh, and to separate between them. So, the separating and working out the truth, this is separating Clipper from Gadusha, and therefore he was involved in terror to such a state that he didn't have to die. It was Terosi and Nossi, Teros is uh, his whole occupation, like Rashbi and, and his colleagues and uh, like small said about R- R- rabbi huda that uh, sorry about rabbi huda that Ain ze Ludesha, that this is, can't be someone who was born uh, uh, just who was born from a mother he's got this amazing uh aims the amazing yoroshamayim is on him uh, that he was in uh, constantly in this state of a uh, bittle self nullification before Hashem that he achieved through his hispain through his uh, Shema and because even Rashbi and Rabbi Huda, they still said uh, Shema they were only exempt from davening from Shema Nasri but Shema they said to bring on uh, over them this uh, Hashem Echad so therefore their Torah was just letting Hashem shine through them and therefore it was like Hashem speaking through their mouth uh, with, and that's why it says that the Mishnah is the queen. Um, so it's like royalty who just decrees what the halach will be. You have a servant and this and a king. The servant learns the law in order to know what 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 the rules are, in order to know what Hashem wants. Whereas the king, when he learns, he's not learning. He's bringing it down. He's teaching. He's deciding what it will be, uh, because he is the king. And with Moshe, it says that the Shekhinah spoke through his mouth. And the same thing with Rashbi and with Rev Yehuda, H, according to their level. But they were totally bottled to Hashem, and their Hashem shone through them. And this uh, helped to achieve throughout all the worlds that they should all be in a state of bital nullification before Hashem, even in the low worlds, just as in the high worlds. Next paragraph, in So now... Mitzvahs are the are linked to this this idea in Torah, and that that Torah just brings Hashem, Hashem's reality, one Hashem, and that's it down into the world, like we say in the second uh, sentence after Shema, "Vahaya That these words that I command you, are I means Hashem's that it's coming from Hashem's essence. So the but and I command you. So the command, the mitzvah is the work. That uh, links the animal soul and and the uh, the just uh, sort of mundane intellect intellectual soul to Hashem through Taira, which Teira is a Chachma, which is doesn't is not an ego builder, but it's a, about bitter self nullification. But in order to get there, first we need the other lamp, the lamp of the Neshama, to reflect on on uh, Hashem and to develop a love for Hashem. To the extent that the oil, the fuel of the Nevisha Bahamas should also be drawn towards the wick and be transformed, that instead of uh, wanting uh, physical pleasures, it, wa- it wants Hashem. And uh, when we, uh, when we, within Torah, you have all physical things. Torah talks about agriculture and it talks about business and animals. So in, in Kachim, it talks about animals, and Zoram talks about uh, agriculture plants. Etc. So when we learn about different things, we we uh, transform all of them to holiness to allow Hashem's presence to be manifest and revealed in this physical earth. Next paragraph is Hamagbi So this is what the possible means when it says that he be So the simple meaning would be he sits on high. be he lifts l'Shavas to sit. He sits on high. So this word be it says it starts off with Hamagbiya who lifts and then there's a yud at the end. Uh, so that is there's a yod in a hay because a dalet and a hay uh, are the, the same basic letter. The difference is that the hay has this upside-down yod at the bottom on the left. That's the third leg, the third side, sorry, the second leg. Um, and dalet comes from the word delais, that lay mirga that it has nothing for itself. And then with the yod, it becomes a hay. Uh, which is through mitzvah. Uh, so the, mitzvah takes uh, tzedek, which is this state of malchus, which has nothing, a state of being far away in darkness, and makes it into t- tzedakah. And tzedakah that can then lift us. And that's the idea that it, the Apostlech says in Halal Hamad that it, that it, we are lifted through uh, this uh, yod, in the in the hay, the yud is the the second leg of the hay, uh beyond uh beyond worlds Tashem's unlimited self, Lashaves that Hashem uh sits there. Uh, what is the idea of sitting? Sitting is about coming down, lowering, uh, you know, because uh the, the whole idea of Hashem getting involved with creations is a descent, like it says. Like, that Hashem sits as king. So being king, being involved with other is a descent. This is the top of Lomitesh now. And uh, this happens through mitzvahs. So with mitzvahs, we elevate up to Hashem. But then with Terah, we bring Hashem down to us. And that's the next part of the Pazit Kamashvili Lirais. It's the first time that he, he, he sits on highs, on high. He goes up. In other words, that he lifts us up through mitzvahs. But then I must be a He descends down to see. And that's through Torah. Uh, and it says uh, that uh, th- this is lyrics to see by Shemayim Varetz in heaven and earth. So Shemayim refers to Teshuvah the written Torah, and arts refers to Teshuvah the oral Torah, because that's where we have to put in more of our own effort in order to, to uh, develop the Torah. Uh, that's earth. And it says, Liros, that Hashem descends to see. So now we're not talking about the level of Shema. Shema means to hear. Uh, Whereas here we're talking about to see because uh, hearing is when we're trying to meditate and reflect to try to really take in intellectually that Hashem echad. Whereas when we see it, that means there's revelation. We don't have to meditate. It's just clear before our eyes. And that's when Hashem, not that we have to go up to Hashem, but Hashem comes down to us and then it's revealed and manifest for us. In short, so uh, we've we've explained that uh, in in this moment at least Mikha about the two lamps, the, the N'er mitz and the uh, neir of the neshama, and uh, how that they can uh, bring the Nebuchadnezzar to love Hashem, and and uh, the Ner mitz the uh, neshama is uh, is uh, through uh, bringing the uh, Nebuchadnezzar to bittel showing that the, the only real thing to focus on is Hashem. And then mitzah that the different mitzvahs have this, uh, they created garments around the around the person, including animal soul, which you could use that if the garment is a makif and you can use it to drag and pull up the person. And that's uh, the idea of halal, whereas Tara's Am bring down Hashem's truth down. And uh, and we explain with that a few psukim, including Hama shavis Hamashbili ham, ham, Nerois. Ham, ham, Okay. Mm-hmm.